The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Extreme Exposure, the power of personality marketing. Your host is Jackie McLennigan. In this program, we'll show you how to make your marketing plan work by helping you stand out and become a bigger player in your industry. Are you ready? Here's your host, Jackie McLennigan. When you think of extreme exposure, there are some images that may come to mind, but we're not going to go there. Um, Extreme Exposure is a show all about getting your product, your service, or your message out to your ideal clients in a really big way. And nowadays, there are so many people and gurus and information that are telling us which technology we should be using, which ads we should be running, what software products are the best. And that's all really awesome. But you know what's not awesome? Being lame. (laughs) And this is where people are really failing nowadays. They're following their gurus, their experts, and this is fine, but they're not infusing their own marketing with the power of their own personalities. And we're only selling ourselves nowadays. So there's no longer this feeling, this competitive advantage, which is, oh, if I have my pricing better than this guy, or if my product's better than this person, then I'm going to do better. That's not true because that's being a commodity and nobody wants to be a commodity. So today's business owners selling their own unique brand of uniqueness, and that's it. That's all we're selling. So I'm Jackie McClanagan, and I'm really excited today because we're doing a show with one of my most uh, favorite people out there who has a really big personality, and his name is Jay Facet. So hello, Jay. Hello, Jackie. How are you? I'm good. I'm really glad that you're here. I know that uh, you took a lot of time out of your day to come and talk about what we're going to talk about today, which I haven't told everyone. Um, But one of the things that you and I share (laughs) is this philosophy that if you want to get your message out there, if you want to get recognized that you have to do this through showcasing your personality, right? Um, Through speaking, creating, making videos, content, doing live events. You know, we kind of share that philosophy, don't we, Jay? No, there's no question about it. And I had to snicker when, when you you had said, it's like, you have a big personality. And it's like, <laughs> I had to think for a little bit, is that really true? But, um, but, but I, think I, I think people see it that way for sure. Um, but I'd never really thought of it that way myself. Uh, but I guess the key piece to me is this idea of personality and branding is, is it, and it's got to be authentic. And yeah. um, so, so I'm just a huge believer in everything you're talking about. And the only addition, well, I, I got a lot of things to say, but, but the <laughs> biggest thing about this is an, an authentic expression of self. Um, yeah. It is just, it, it has to be in alignment. And, and I'm yeah. just a huge fan of anything and everything that supports that process. I agree. I agree. I think people want to, they go out there and they want to be the next so-and-so, but I think they need to go out there and they need to be the next rock star themselves. You know what I mean? Agreed. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, so Jay and I, today we're going to be talking about the seven deadly sins of personality marketing. And um, I'm really excited to, I, I kind of jumped in and, and introduced Jay, but I want to give a bit more background on him. So Jay is from Calgary. He's a Canadian like I am. So 
There you go, mm-hmm. Voice America. Canadian. You're listening <laughs> to some Canadians. <laughs> Canadians. Um, and Jay is really well known throughout all over North America in his industry. He does a lot of personal development, business development. He's got this great big personality, like I said, that draws people to him and to his ideas. And I see this time and time again. Jay is a best-selling author, which is awesome, student of human nature, and an avid outdoorsman, if the outdoors is a five-star hotel. (laughs) Um, Jay speaks fluent smartass, and he can look at a person and really see their life, uh, their mission, their purpose, in probably about five minutes flat, which is a really cool skill. Um, Jay has two sons, and he likes that very much because he likes playing with their toys, and This might be a little bit too much information, but Jay still fantasizes about his wife after 25 years of marriage. (laughs) Okay, TMI. Um, He does love ideas. Sorry, Jay. Uh, I know that you love results even more, and you can simultaneously laugh and cry for different reasons, and you've never been starstruck, but I hear that you did get a chance to meet Martin Luther King, and there would have been... um, you know, a lot of screaming going on if you were somebody who got starstruck. <laughs> that's awesome. Did you really? No, no, no. I, I think that's somehow a typo. Is that if I would have, I would have been a oh, if you would. teenage girl. <laughs> well, Jay, you know what? I only assumed that you did meet Martha, Martin Luther King because you're very old. old. You're like, you told me, I know I heard you at a mastermind. You said you were 232 years old. So well, I just, well, I, I went with it. Yes, I, I am aged, but not quite that aged. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if you had, my mistake, if you had met Martin Luther King, you would have freaked out and screamed. <laughs> yes. So I know that you have a global movement called Conscious Creators. So can you just tell me a little bit about that before we move on? You bet. And really, that was an evolution of a personal development uh, and training company that I ran for 20 years that... Um, does fantastic and amazing work. But what I really noticed was that people were um, often more interested in, you know, healing the pain than they were in actually creating something meaningful. And uh, so about six years ago, we um, pivoted and did a reposition, which was, you know, we all have challenges, we all have difficulties, we all have wounds, we all have things that we've got to get handled, which I love that work and I'm happy to do it. But I really wanted my tribe to have a vision beyond, I want the pain to go away, I want the problem to be solved, and to actually Mm -hmm. stand in the space of, we are conscious creators. And if we can simply direct our energy towards that which is meaningful for ourselves, our our families, our tribes, our communities, our world, that that's where, you know, the juice is. That's what excites me. That's where the the amazing stuff happens. So the whole stand around conscious creation is really... Yes, yeah, human beings, we've got some challenges, we've got some issues, and let's deal with them. But when that's handled, good Lord, let's go do something meaningful. And that's really what the entire movement of uh, the, <clears throat> the Creator's Code, uh, the 12 Pillars of Conscious Creation, all of those pieces um, are founded in. It's like, let's go do something meaningful and significant, because the truth of the matter is in at least the developed world, I'm going to say North America, uh, Europe, you know, first world nations, is that most of what we think are problems aren't really problems. They're low-level mm-hmm. dramas. Um, so we yeah. need to, you know, upgrade our problems and do something meaningful for our, our world, short version. 
Yeah, no, I, I get that. I love that you do that with people. You get them thinking about what they're excited of creating. Um, but I know that a lot of people specifically lately have been coming to you because they want to break through barriers within their business and they want to yeah. create within that sphere of, of their business, right? People are passionate about that. So um, you do that, you you help a lot of, who who is your tribe specifically or, you know, universally? <laughs> Who's your tribe? Okay. I, I think going back to our topic, Jackie, is that my tribe is a bunch of crazy ass people who, <laughs> <laughs> who for some reason or another, uh, want to learn from uh, both my mistakes and my successes because I'll shoot straight about both of them. But, you know, for the most part, we're talking about um, entrepreneurs, um, subject matter experts, um, best selling authors, um, coaches, all of whom are, are in the space and the, the spot of. Um, wanting to really scale their contribution, so it's not yeah. it's not enough just to have one on one time. It's not enough just to uh, you know publish a book and then people are reading it. They really want uh, to create communities. They really want to create tribes. Uh, I I teach a program called the Launcher Master, my ninety day boot camp. They really and where we assist people to actually build these communities around themselves, their ideas, um, in many cases, their personality, just as you were uh, saying. And that's, mm-hmm. that's really, I love doing that. Like that just, you know, lights me up. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, you have a lot of people. And so imagine this. Okay, so imagine you have, you know, one of your tribe members comes in and they have this dream of building this thriving, lucrative business and money is, of all denominations starts falling from the sky, right? And people are rushing to us. They're trying to hear our message and we're highly respected and we're taken seriously. So what kind of business would that look like? What kind of company would be making this kind of magic happen? Oh, well, that's a tough question. I know. It's a tough question. It's a trick question. I have clients who are... um, in almost every business, all the way from very traditional manufacturing. Uh, a couple of my favorite clients own, uh, um, well, I don't know how they're termed it, but they own a couple of like sex shops where, you know, uh, adult stores and all those sorts of things. Um, wow. So that's where the money is, so sex it's, shops. It's, Got it. Well, it's, I mean, it's everything. <laughs> um, yeah. That's so funny. Well, you know what? We all kind of have this when we have this entrepreneurial spirit that we want to be free. We want to have this kind of magical life. And uh, what people don't often think is that I should go into theater. Theater seems like that's where the money is, right? (laughs) (laughs) But I will tell you, it is a rich and abundant source of what's happened for me. So uh, I don't know if people know this. I know that you probably know a little bit about this, Jay, but Most of my career, I was a theater producer, and there is not a lot of marketing dollars in that. And not to brag, but I had full houses all the time. And the reason that I did this is because I learned some really valuable skills from this particular um, endeavor that I was in. So for 15 years, I was doing theater production, and I learned how to fill a room with little or no money. And you know what? That is a skill, by the way, that is really important for a lot of business owners and it really happens when they start to utilize that personality marketing, right? So, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So as you know, Jay and I are Canadians and being a theater producer in Canada was really an interesting process for me because I 
started off doing onstage productions and I had this sort of finite capacity that I could fill, right? I could have 300 people come into the room. That was it. That was all. They paid X amount of dollars and that was my paycheck at the end of the day. And so for me, that started to feel, although it was really fun and I enjoyed it, it felt like a job, right? You have your cap and you can't go any further. So being that, going back to that Canadian comment, I live in Calgary, so do you, and I started to niche. This was my first um, idea about niching, about getting out there. And what I did was I started going into oil and gas companies because we live in an oil and gas city. And I started to do corporate events. And, you know, it's not Hollywood here, so I didn't have a lot of competition. And it was a huge market because they all have Christmas parties and retirement parties. And, you know, you could go in there and you could charge thousands of dollars because it's oil and gas. And I was like, yeah. (laughs) I'm in the arts and I can pay actors $125 an hour, which really goes against that whole starving artist concept, right? So I I thought that this was really important. So the reason I'm telling you this is I'm just giving a bit of background on to why I feel that I can talk about personality marketing. And, you know, we want to have people understand where we've come from and how we can utilize these skills to the best of our ability. So for me, I'm doing this for about 15 years. I'm you know, kind of living the dream, (laughs) having fun. But I don't know about you, Jay, but after every about 15 years or so, I decide to have an existential crisis. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it keeps me fresh and on my toes. So just mini breakdown is kind of what I do. Um, So I started going to some personal development uh, workshops. I went, you know, to Whistler because I know that you, uh, You're so, people in the business world love you so much, but you really, at the heart of what you do, you're all about personal development. Because talk to that a little bit. Why why is that so important for a business owner to really look at their personal development? Well, I mean, the the single greatest issues around the courage that it takes to be in business are facing failure, are facing (laughs) rejection. Um, are uh, the absence of security every two weeks I'm going to get a check, are the capacity to keep ourselves motivated, our capacity to uh, um, develop, maintain, and continue to strive toward a vision. And all of those processes are actually aspects of consciousness. And the honest to God truth, and, you know, I've been at this for, you know, 27 years myself. We have something like 40,000 graduates of our personal transformation programs, uh, many of whom are entrepreneurs. But the, the game of entrepreneurship is, is won or lost between our ears and in our heart. It is our capacity to keep going when we're not sure what we should do. It is our capacity um, to pick ourselves up after we've had, you know, fiasco of the universe or existential cr- crisis or <laughs> you insert the blank. I mean, it's that capacity. And it is where most people quit. And the other piece about this is that we only get paid for the value that we create. We mm-hmm. don't get paid for the time that we put in. We don't get paid because we had a great idea. We don't get paid because we pressed print on our computer. We get paid when we create value for our clients. And Mm -hmm. that process um, is an internal game. And to keep ourselves on track, consistent, moving forward, um, motivated, and uh, courageous, that's where this whole process is won or lost. 
Yeah, no, I completely agree. And there's a lot of times, you know, even today, just here's a little behind the curtains. This is my first show. This is the first episode of Extreme Exposure. And I started off (laughs) trying to get, you know, some of the technical aspects looked at. And I had, you know, working with a producer and I started to feel the familiar feeling of flop sweat. It's a theater term, Jade. It's flop sweat. I don't think I need to explain it. It's when you're going, I, I kind of like you to actually. I just, <laughs> yeah. ah, what's going to happen next? But I love that because you got to keep going and you got to keep pushing forward and things don't always look perfect. And I think that uh, going back to what you said, that authenticity is really important. But, this, but we're skipping ahead because these are secrets within the deadly sins of personality marketing. So <laughs> we'll talk about those in a minute. Um, so Jay, why don't you just, we have about three minutes before the break here. Why don't you just tell us a little bit about what you do and why you do it? Oh goodness. Well, yeah. you know, there, there are so many aspects of what I do, but I'd like to just build on the personal development piece just for, for a brief moment, which sure. is, you know, my why for this was at the age of uh, about 18 years old, I was introduced to this personal transformation program. And in a five-day window, it radically and dramatically altered my view of who I was, what I was capable of, what my role was going to be um, in the world. And it had a positive impact on absolutely everything. And, and I can tell you straight up, just, uh, you know, going to the heart of it is that walking in that room, the quality of my relationships was complete crap. Like it was <laughs> awful. Um, yeah, we don't need to go further down that road, but I didn't know how to have and maintain and hold a long-term relationship. Didn't have a freaking clue. Um, yeah. and in, and in that process, I began to understand what it was about me, what my fears were, uh, what my concerns were, what my um, avoidance patterns were, all of those pieces that it just, it was like an enlightenment of sorts that it was like, I have the capacity to make great contributions, to heal relationships, um, to stand up, to be the person that I knew was possible. I just didn't know how. Yeah. And the reality is, um, it, you know, I, I was separated from the woman who became my wife. And we've now been together uh, for almost 30 years. Uh, we were dating wow. at the time. My parents and I had these very strained relationships. We healed that. Um, everything under the sun um, got better. And it was just very clear to me that I yeah. wanted everyone whom I loved to participate in this process. And oh, I uh, love so that, I, yeah. I, I got them in and engaged and all the rest of it. Ultimately, I went to work for the organization and then, you know, kind of like the Victor Kayam uh, guy. I liked <laughs> it so much, I bought the company. So that was <laughs> awesome. That, you know, I, I, was, I was introduced to it in 88, bought it in 91, and have just dedicated myself to serving sporting people to have a similar experience um, that I had. And it's just made the yeah. most monumental difference in my life. I love that. I love that. Jay, we're just going to go to a commercial break right here. So I wanted to stop you at a good spot because I want to hear more about this. Um, So we're just going to take a short break here and we will return in a minute with Extreme Exposure. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. 
Today, enterprise technology is both strategic and global. Each week on CTN CIO Talk Network, IT thought leaders from around the world share their experience with listeners as they discuss with Sunjog All how they are trimming costs and partnering with business to innovate and help IT become more competitive, better care for customers, and improve the corporate bottom line. If you want to keep up with IT thought leadership, listen to CTN CIO Talk Network with Sunjog All at CIO Talk Network. Are you a business innovator or are you just sitting on the sidelines? Tune in every week for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Host Bonnie D. Graham talks to a cross-section of the movers and shakers who are leading by example. They will share best practices and innovative ideas to keep you thinking and moving along with the best. Join us for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned into Extreme Exposure, the power of personality marketing. To reach Jackie or her guest today, we invite you to call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, send it to Jackie M. at purepotentials.com. Now, back to Extreme Exposure. Welcome back. So, yeah, Jay, I mean, I know that you've, you've bought the company. You had personal best seminars. You've gone through training, I don't know, something like 40,000, 50,000 people. And I know that the sins that I've come up with aren't going to come, any, come as any shock to you. That's for sure. Um, so maybe we'll just jump right in on that. That's very exciting. We're going to find out what the seven deadly sins of personality marketing are. And according to me... Hmm? Sorry. Oh, sorry. I, I was going to say, I did think it was funny that you invited me to come talk about seven sins. I was like, I feel totally qualified. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, who has a big personality and maybe is kind of a bit of a badass? <gasps> Jay Facet. <laughs> there it is. Um, so, yes. Anyways, according to me, the person who made up these sins, <laughs> they are the following. Number one, lack of clarity. Number two, fear of being weird. Number three, small picture thinking. Four, lack of consistency. Number five, do-it-all-ism. Number six, using your power for evil instead of good. And number seven, lack of creativity. So those are the sins. Thank you very much for listening. Bye. No, I'm just kidding. We're going to expand a bit. Now. <laughs> That's it. Figure it out. We'll expand a bit, and I'm jamming to get your opinion on, you know, and maybe some personal experiences with each one. So... Personality or sin number one in personality marketing is that lack of clarity. And in particular, I think this stems back again to not knowing yourself, not knowing your value system and not knowing what you stand for. So a lot of business owners go out there and they put out out, uh, generic content or they use buzzwords or they use uh, methods and Concepts that have been beaten to death by the gurus, right? Yes, they worked for, mm-hmm. you know, Brenda Burchard or this guy or Jeff Walker. But do they work for you if you don't put your own personality in them? You know, probably not. Mm-hmm. And you can't do that unless you know who you are. So it's really about getting to the root of your passions. This is what I think. And understanding, like you said earlier, Jay, that why 
And I know we've all heard this before. Get to your passions, understand your why. But dude, that ain't easy. <laughs> if it was easy, people would know that, right? And I know that you see this all the time, Jay. So why do you think that people have such a hard time igniting that passion? Oh, man, that, that, <clears throat> that is a really, really good question. Um, so I, and I could go on an epic rant here, so I'm trying to filter <laughs> myself. So, and I'm just going to use the example that I, I, is most present for me, because um, our first module of the Launcher Mastermind 90 Boot Camp, where we, we help people to build all these things, is called Perfect Positioning. And, and here's how, how important your number one sin is. It, is. If they don't get their perfect positioning right, they mm-hmm. cannot and will not ever lead a mastermind. They can't attract the people. They can't engage the people. Um, there, there is a magnetic, magical quality about clarity of purpose and communication of message. Mm-hmm. And time and time and time again, I just can't, I, people get lost in it. And, and what's ironic to me is sometimes when I'm coaching people, and this is one of my gifts, I see it. I see it perfectly clearly. Um, So I reflect it to people and they go, yeah, that's it. And then in the summary, I write it out and I send it in an email. And then guess what happens? What? (laughs) What happens? (laughs) (laughs) Two weeks later, they come back with some ridiculous thing that has nothing to do with what we talked about. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. We've already decided. We, We actually chose the title of the book because it was a reflection of your purpose and your entire experience in your life up to this point. What happened to that? Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was good. I lost that. So anyway, the the example I'm trying to give is this, is that I really believe that in most cases, our dancing around our passion, our dancing around owning it, our dancing around um, actually stating, this is who I am. This is what I offer. This is who it's for really goes to one of you, one of your, what I'm going to call further um, further sins, which is they can't give themselves permission yet to think of themselves in this role. Yeah. And, yeah. and until they can give themselves permission to think of themselves in this role, and I call it just getting yourself. Yeah. That it's, it's, it's like this cloud follows them around, lands on their shoulders and follows them around until they're willing to own that. And yeah. no amount of telling, no amount of, uh, writing, no amount of demonstrating will get through until they will give themselves that permission. And, and I really yeah. think that it is avoidance of uh, failure. Um, it is, I don't think I'm good enough. It is all of that internal game that people yeah. dance around this because it's not complex. It yeah. really isn't. But they make it complex because they have to protect themselves. Exactly. I'm on the same page with you 100%. I think that your segue was perfect into the second sin. And Uh, I loved how you put it. The way I put it is that fear of being weird. So I think that they go away from, you know, what you've talked about because you have that mirror put up in front of you. You act as that mirror for people in your mastermind groups and they go, yeah, and you're, you're reflecting back what you see, which is huge for us. And they go away and they go, wait, but if I put that out there, I might be vulnerable and people might think I'm weird and people don't want to do that because in our biology, it means we could be banished and we could die, right? Yes. So I, I know that you for sure don't worry about being weird. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, what would make you say that? <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. Jay. I'm just kidding. But, you um, know, 
I think really it's, it goes back to people fear being weird and fear sta- uh, have that fear of standing out, honestly, because they fear standing out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. You know? So how would you help somebody be more open and vulnerable and, you know, essentially more creative? Um, do you, when you're, okay, so when you're home, so sorry, you go ahead. I, do you want me to clarify that question? <laughs> I can clarify. Well, I, well, I, 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 I can do a whole bunch of things around that. And, and I really do believe that, you know, entrepreneurship is, and, and I didn't say it at the beginning, so I want to just insert it here. Entrepreneurship sure. is the world's most perfectly designed personal development program for each of us as individuals. Yeah. Okay. So because we have to face our own stuff, we have to face ourselves. We have to, uh, you know, tell the truth in our stories. We have to face the results that we do or do not create. I mean, it is all of these pieces. So this yeah. idea of being judged, this idea of failing, this idea of facing our, you know, uh, brother-in-law at Thanksgiving dinner as he, you know, looks down his nose at you and says, <laughs> "So, how's that silly business of yours coming along?" Like, <laughs> so there's yeah. all of those, all of those elements. So. We have to face ourselves. So this idea of standing out is that we simply must risk it. And mm-hmm. and what I want to what I want to be clear about is that in our personal transformation program, there's an entire process to actually begin to shift beliefs. And one of them is called conscious risking, which we literally design very specific risks that are uh, observable, that are designed to shift our beliefs. Please understand, we're not attached to the results, but to go out and actually risk those judgments. So sometimes we call it stretching. So if I fear being weird, then I'm going to need to stretch and go somewhere where I think I might be epically judged and put myself out there. So, you know, you're in theater. Obviously, you know all about (laughs) this. But but people do it, I'm going to say... they do it too small and and way too general. If yeah. if I have a risk of failing, then I'm going to put myself in a position where you know what I I very well might fail. If I have a risk yeah. of being judged by my dad, where I'm going to fail, I'm going to say, "Look, Dad, I'm doing this thing, and um, I'm putting my, you know my entire ass on the line here, and we're going to have this conversation later." I actually set those things up deliberately and create a support network in a community that helps me step into it. And by the way, yeah. failing is fine. What we're actually after is the, the practice of is not having the fear stop us. Another way of saying that is developing the courage to be who we are, take the steps that we require, whether it works or not. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I love that. And you know, it's funny because you maybe could have just written all of my sins down because you're segueing perfectly, man. Because <laughs> the next one, that whole fear of not being good enough, that playing really small, um, you know, it really does tie into that whole thing. And uh, you going out there and you encouraging people to look in that mirror and to take bigger steps, that's massive. You know, people need that. And, you know, for me, I, I put out these videos and my videos are odd. That's, you know, for sure. And I do this, <laughs> you've seen them, Jay, you know, they're odd, but I put them out there because they're me and I am a little bit dramatic and I like the flair of things and special effects. But every time I put them out there, I imagine in my head that they aren't out there and people aren't seeing them because I don't have to see the feedback. Right. And that's kind of the mantra that gets me through that and allows me to still, like you said, take those chances. Right. Do you, do you think that there's sort of a, a differentiating factor or a switch or something that takes people from that small thinking into that big picture thinking? Is there a bridge? Is this just something that intuitively happens? What's your thoughts well, on that? 
I'll tell you, here's my favorite quote, which is this. Um, In the absence of support, environment always wins. Ooh, I like that. It's really good. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Because we can only go where we're going, right? With our own thoughts. And we designed the environment internally, our thoughts. Um, We designed our business. We designed our business partnerships. We designed our clients. We designed all of those things to be right about what I already believe. So if I I want to slash need to shift my thinking, if I want and need to take greater risks, if I want and need to um, keep myself motivated and inspired, there really is only one fundamental way to do that. And that is to build and create a community around me that holds those same types of ideals. Now, they don't have to be, uh, you know, already in that spot, but we need to be able to sit around and say, hey, um, this is where I'm going. I'm at six figures. I want to go to seven. I'm at seven figures. I want to go to eight. I'm at eight. I want to go to nine. Uh, Whatever (laughs) that conversation happens to be. And we could all say, yeah, we're game for that. And what would that look like? Who would we need to be? How do we support one another? What is the design of our lives and businesses that is just getting us the results that we have here now and today. So yeah. to me, the answer is always community. And, and, and if I can plug a book, it's not even my book, but I swear to God, I've probably sold more copies of this book than I have of my own. Is it mine? No, I'm just kidding. No, it isn't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, my dear. <laughs> but, but a really great book about this environment piece and, and, and shifting this is a book called Change or Die by Alan Deutsch. Oh. And it Change is or one die. of the best. Change or Die. And, and it is simply the best science about real and lasting change that exists anywhere. And I've been at this for 27 years, um, and, and his work is absolutely um, monumentally important. And guess what he says in terms of creating real and lasting change? There are three R's, and the single most important is the R of relate, which is building this community and engaging and participating in a community that stands for and is in the process of the change we want to make. And yeah. that is the single most powerful determining factor. Period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. And I think, again, you know, that this leads into the sin number four, which is that lack of consistency, right? And I think people mm-hmm. don't build a community because they don't consistently get out there, consistently build those relationships, put out the content, and allow people to get to know them, right? Yeah. And I think that that lack of consistency is sort of the double-edged sword, the two, the two sides of that same coin, which are motivation and procrastination, right? And they're mm-hmm. really complex states of being, and they really can launch you into the next step, or they can really hold you back, right? So some people get really fired up and and they get out there and they make shit happen. And others are those people who go, I'm going to do this one day. I'm going to make videos. I'm going to join groups. I'm going to do this. And one day never ever actually happens for them. And mm-hmm. I mean, I even see them where they, they buy workshop after workshop or they buy video equipment and never use it. And they are waiting for the day that they have enough something. And I think, you know, stepping back to what you're saying, you don't get enough something by yourself. You get that in that community. And that's, again, by being consistent, right? Mm-hmm. What, what you, do you know, you know who Michael Beckwith is? No. Um, so he runs a church in Los Angeles called, called the Agape Church and um, um, best-selling author, speaker, all the rest of it. 
So anyway, we, we were uh, blessed to be invited there, and I got to sit. Uh, I got to sit beside his mom, who is a firecracker and a half at like nine years mm-hmm. old. Anyway, he, he's a he's a brilliant, inspiring minister. Um, and just just for a little fun here, is that he was getting all carried away. Wyatt was with him. I think Wyatt was about four at the time, and he's <laughs> doing a thing, and Wyatt taps me and says, "Hey, he just had an outburst. How come I can't have outbursts?" <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's like, because all these people came here to watch his outburst. They like it. Yeah. Oh. They pay him for anyway, that. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's, um, oh, that's but, but here's the, the single most important thing, and I loved how he put this, is that he was telling people that we don't want you to come here on Sunday. Oh. This is not a Sunday church. We want you to come and participate in the community seven days a week. And the reason we want you to come participate in the community seven days a week is very simple and straightforward, is that the energy and the vibration that you currently have this very second in this room with these people is the vibration that you must carry everywhere always in your life. And the Mm -hmm. truth of the matter is that it doesn't work just to come on Sundays. You have to come to the church and participate in the community so that you can practice raising your vibration and carrying that vibration at all times. And when you can do that, then you should probably go start your own church. But the reality is this, don't come here on Sundays because (laughs) why why we want you here is to learn how to consistently hold that vibration always. And Sunday ain't enough. So uh, his, his thing was, and we'll stand for, for, we'll stand in that space of this vibration for you and with you until you can do it on your own. And it's just another way of saying in the absence of support, environment always wins. Wow. I love that. You know, I I really do love that. And, you know, um, we just have a couple more minutes here till our next break. But I do think that one of the gifts that you share is uh, with your masterminds and the groups that you lead, you're not um, standing above the people and you're asking people not to stand above each other. You're asking them to come in with that, that openness and that vulnerability and practice, right? Because that's what it's all about. Man, I, Jay, I wish I was perfect. (laughs) Wouldn't that be awesome? I would love that. And even, you know, maybe even slightly better than everybody else, but that never happens. I'm just kidding. (laughs) You know what? That would remove half of the giggles in my life is laughing at the silly, crazy stuff I do. Um, Oh, I know. And I think that's this other part of, of, you know, going back to this being weird, if I can just cycle back to that. Yeah. Is that somehow, somewhere, it landed true to me that what's great about me is this combination of my innate skills, abilities, and contributions, and my epic flaws, the <laughs> stuff I screw up time and again. The, you, you know, it, it is that weird combination that makes me great. And oh. I, I would be nowhere near as great of a coach or human being or father or husband if I didn't equally admire, respect, honor both my flaws, and there's lots of them, um, yeah. and my talents. And, and, and somehow that landed for me at a pretty early age. And if there was a gift that you know, I could magically whack people on the head with a magic wand, um, it would be that because it just makes everything else so much easier. Yeah, yeah, to really kind of accept the accept the flaws and that's hard you know and especially as uh, you know you see a lot of business owners they want to position themselves correctly and there's a lot of fear and a lot of loneliness around that so we want to come off as 
you know, I'm, I've got my shit together. Everything's going, going really well for me. And that is actually a block that's preventing us from making real authentic connections. And I know that's, that's been me, Jay. I mean, I've done things like that <laughs> in my past. I just wanted to come off a certain way. The good thing about that is I can't do it. <laughs> I always have something. I'll trip over something or I'll say the wrong thing. And then I just have to accept myself. And usually it's, you know, publicly. So <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh, no. If I'm going to fail, I think I'll do it in front of everybody. So, uh, yeah, just one more minute here before we go. I want to say one funny thing that happened at uh, a mastermind that you were holding last night. And, Jay, you were sitting there and you're talking about your your flaws and just being yourself. And you you were cursing you said the f word or something and as you did that your little boy walked in and it was the funniest thing because he's walking upstairs and he's like i heard that and you're like it's okay you still can't say <laughs> it was really funny <laughs> so even the atmosphere in your house is like this is how we are guys you know it was very fun so we have about 30 seconds here and then we're going to go to break then we'll come back and we'll talk about the last three sins really quickly and um, anything to add in the next, last 10 seconds here Jay about any of the first five or first four sins we've done I just they're driven by consciousness and self-acceptance and if we can do those things these sins um, aren't going to get in our way yeah, I agree. Well, stay tuned. We'll be back after the break to talk about the last few sins. Thank you very much. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech, media, and entertainment. Join Lori H. Schwartz, well-known technology catalyst, comedian, and geek girl, as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology trends, consumer behaviors, and its impact on Hollywood. If you're looking to respond to the tech-fueled changes in the marketplace, then tune in to the Tech Cat Show Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business and syndicated to Voice America Women's Channel. Does your organization lack proper leadership? We're not necessarily talking about experience, but about how to face the changing dynamic of leadership today. Sometimes the people we lead know more. Old ways don't work anymore, and the comfort zone just becomes too easy. Listen for Out of the Comfort Zone with Dr. Wanda Wallace. We'll show you how you can adapt and develop your leadership skills to today's workplace every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Business. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're tuned into Extreme Exposure, the power of personality marketing. To reach Jackie or her guest today, we invite you to call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, send it to Jackie M. at purepotentials.com. Now, back to Extreme Exposure. Okay, so the next 
sin, sin number five, is that I can do it all-ism. And again, things I know because I've done them, I've uh, thought that I could wear every hat. And the reason I did this was a combination of lack of being focused on what needs to happen in systems and also being in a control freak. <laughs> and I'm moving towards recovery. So my name is Jackie. I'm a recovering control freak. If <laughs> to say, hi, Jackie. <laughs> Sometimes I lie to myself and say, well, I'm wearing all these hats because I'm working in my own trenches and look at all the things I've learned, right? But it's yeah. really tough to get out of that and to um, get past this problem because we need to get focused. I know that you help a lot of people with this particular thing too, Jay. So if somebody was doing this, how can you help them get past the problem, find their focus, outsource correctly, you know, get past the blocks, things like cash flow or time? Wow. Yeah. I mean, this is entrepreneurial growth challenge number one. Um, <laughs> and honest to goodness, I still struggle with, with this one. Like, and yeah. even when I think I'm not, I am. <laughs> um, so the, the biggest piece for me is, and it, and it gets back to number one, your clarity, the, the lack of clarity. Sin. The biggest piece for me is I am doing my very best um, and ethically and perfectly to focus my time and energy on that which only I can do and that I love. So mm -hmm. a good example is... Um, is you and I on this, um, on this interview. Mm -hmm. um, no one else on my team has the capacity to, to do this in the way that I would do it. And I really love doing this, and I really love and appreciate you. So mm -hmm. this is highest and best use for me. Mm -hmm. It's impossible for me to do this if I let myself get stuck in administration, if I let myself get stuck in um, – you and I are, are – uh, are both a little bit of tech heads because uh, <laughs> it, it's easy for me like to, I, you know, we were talking about this last night, mastermind is uh, I'm an infusion soft user, um, but I have deliberately chosen not to learn it. So yeah. I, I don't, I, it is just one of those whole pieces of, I need to have support for this. And I know if I started, I would love it. And I would actually get like, it, it would consume six months yeah. of my life. And then it would be like, Oh, I can just go fix that. But I have, and it kills me by the way, to, to make that choice. But yeah. it really is in alignment with this idea of what am I best at? What mm -hmm. can only I do? What, by the way, if it helps, if any of you are money motivated, go do the math on, what it is that you need to earn and how you need to earn it and see if it really does make sense for you to be um, fussing around with mechanical detail. Um, that didn't really make much difference for me. It really got to this thing of what am I best at? What do I love? And how do I design a life, a business, and a team that leverages my abilities? Like it's just, it is such a, a big thing. So mm -hmm. I, so, so that's, that's the big concept. I want, I want to drive at the personal development issue underneath this, if I can, for a brief moment. Yeah. And, yeah. and I know we're short on time, but good God, this is a big one, is that most of us who go into entrepreneurship, you talked about have, have some control issues and those sorts of things, but we're also <laughs> fiercely independent and we want to do it our way. Yeah. Uh, please notice I didn't say the right way. Our way. Our way. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 we want significance. We want autonomy. We want authority. We want respect. We want to look good in the eyes of other people, all the rest of it. And mm -hmm. in all seriousness, most of the time, what people do is this, is they unconsciously hire incompetence 
mm-hmm. so that they can be right and feel better about how important, significant, and smart and brilliant they are because oh, Bob can't do it as good as I can. Yeah. And it is a play to get significance, attention, um, authority, all of those pieces. So that just has to be called out in this because it yeah. is a big deal and people do it time and time again. It's like, nobody can do it better than I can. Oh, man. Never bigger words of BS have they uttered in the universe. <laughs> Almost everybody yeah. can do everything better, just to be clear. <laughs> like, right. Anyway, I'm, I'm going to stop ranting about it. But that, no, no, that no. one thing has to be addressed. I love that. But it does, it's exactly the sixth sin, which is using your power for good instead of evil. And that's that line between confidence and arrogance. And Mm -hmm. I think that having that uh, reality check that, you know what, we don't need to be the smartest person in the room and we can put our egos at the door and we can, uh, you know, start to look at ourselves in a different way and not be so perfect. That's what's going to put the breakthrough. And how do we do that? Well, we let people who are smarter than us into our worlds and we let our uh, confidence shine in what we're supposed to be doing. So I love that. So we're going to say that's for number six um, because I want to jump right on into sin number seven, which is... I'm not creative. I can't be creative, right? Now, you've probably heard that, creator's code, (laughs) (laughs) right? And I think that everyone, this is one of the single most important activities that we can look at. And it's this act of self-expression. So, you know, kind of revisiting this arrogance and creativity thing, we have to develop ourselves because our personality is what we're trying to put into our marketing. That means we have to understand that we are creative. And you running the Creators Code, you know the value of this. So talk to us a little bit about how you might get somebody to embrace their creativity. Well, so number one, um, I simply love this as as a sin. And... (laughs) You know, same old, same old, mimicking and copying that which is around us, which you early, which you alluded to earlier. I mean, those are quick and fast paths to uh, mediocrity. Let's just be perfectly clear. Yeah. So, so I think that 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 this idea of opening up to creativity is monumentally important. And and I'm going to start with the very first piece of this, which I simply call uh, three point thinking. And three point thinking is the beginning of our brains working differently. Because the vast majority of people think in a binary way. Good, bad, right, wrong. Left, right, top, bottom. Excuse me. So, um, fail, succeed. And, And the truth of the matter is that that binary thinking is the executioner of creativity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just okay. absolutely, it, it stops before it can start. So number one is that we, we just got to start with this idea of there are for everything about, and this is how I like to think about it, there's about 7 billion options, cho- options, choices, and approaches. And I just use 7 billion because that's one for approximately each human being on planet Earth, and I'm <laughs> underestimating quite clearly. Yeah. So there's 7 billion. What might be some alternative views um, and ways that have never been done before or were tried but poorly executed and failed, just how do I open myself up to that whole, that whole piece? So, so that is number one, is we've got to let go of, of that binary thinking. Then number two is mm-hmm. creative pursuits. And, and mm-hmm. I, I think that this is one of the things that is, is sadly lacking um, 
in many entrepreneurial pursuits in what I'm going to call the pursuit of money, um, which is the idea of let's go play. You read my bio, you know, I love playing with my kids' toys. That is absolutely true. Yeah. But you know, the family just got back from Disneyland and, and, and the, the four of us got to play in all kinds of different ways. But the key thing here is in the process of play, and by the way, that can be sports, that can be cards, that can be the guitar, <laughs> that could be music, but there is a, like a painting, but anything that allows us, how do I put this, um, to tap into source, and I don't want to get too weird about all of that, but <laughs> when we are playing, when we are in the, in the act of creation, I think it is when we are closest to spirit and God, universe, great artwork in the sky, whatever it is you believe. Um, yeah. But the, the more consistent we can put ourselves in those spots and in those places, the the floodgates of opportunity and options open. So anyway, I'm right, right. getting yeah, no. here, but for no, kind of I love play, play anything. <laughs> play. I have to kind of uh, start to wind this down. We only have about a minute or so here, Jay. And I know, man, you have so much stuff that you that people want to talk to you about. And I know that we have a you have a free gift that you're going to be giving to my people, which is awesome. Can you just quickly, you know, 45 seconds, tell us what this free gift is? 45 seconds. It is a yeah. complimentary online course that uh, will help anyone who is interested in building communities to address these sins, um, to actually learn what a mastermind is, how to lead a mastermind. Uh, it includes a 52-page manual that you can literally just R&D, we call it rip off and duplicate, uh, uh-huh. and start building conscious communities that serve and support you to make your contribution to the world. And uh, it's a complimentary online course. There are three manuals that come with it. And um, honest goodness, it's better than most people's paid programs in this domain, and you can have it for free, and I freaking love it. I agree. I think that you're awesome, and I appreciate everything that you do for people. Um, On that free stuff, it's www.purepotentials.com forward slash free. Uh, Go on over there and get your copy of Jay's amazing online course. I also have a nice little free gift there, which is a Tapping Into Your Creativity ebook, which I want to give you as a compliment with that as well. Jay, you're amazing. I love what you're out there doing. Thank you so much for coming out here and sharing with us today. I really appreciate you and what you're doing. My honor and privilege, and thank you so much for having me. Okay. Take care, Jay. Thanks. Thanks for joining us this week on Extreme Exposure, the power of personality marketing. We're here live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Your host, Jackie McClinigan, can't wait to bring you another show next week. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.